0: welcome everybody to the sunset flip wrestling podcast you're home for all wrestling everything wrestling get
1: by si soto what's going on guy not much brody uh another week another weekend another week you know of wrestling um kind of a slow week in my opinion Kind of,
0: sort of. Um, yeah. more yeah, I mean, nothing crazy out of WWE and nothing crazy out of um, AEW. It's just more like questions and ideas fluttering in the air. So,
1: you know. I mean, but, th- don't get me wrong. There's going to be a lot of criticism. Um, I on, think for all. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: So I was just like, you know, I don't know. This is it's, it's still the it's the build the build of SummerSlam. I know for us, we're pretty much at the end. You know, next week's gonna be our last episode for this season, and then we'll prepare for SummerSlam. You know, the big one, baby, the big one. But um, yeah, let's get right to it. So, um, July twenty sixth, Raw. Yep. How do you feel about the I mean the matches were fine. There wasn't anything yeah. crazy.
1: Um, I, I'll give the quick run through real quick. Uh, so we have, uh, Damian Priest defeated, uh, Sheamus. Um, which kind of like, uh, likely seems like, uh, Damian Priest is next in line, for a uh, U.S. title shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Styles and almost uh, defeated the Viking Raiders to retain the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. Beer, uh, defeated uh, Drew McIntyre via disqualification. Tamina and Natalia defeated um, Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Uh, um, we're here wishing Natalia um, a speedy recovery. She suffered a kind of a like, gruesome ankle injury. Uh, it seems that she's already had surgery for it. So like, we don't know what's going to happen with um, the tag team champions. Um, are they going to you know, relinquish it? Um, is somebody going to come in and fill? Uh, the boy left by Natalia so we're just gonna have to wait and see. We have Carrion Cross uh, defeats uh, Keith Lee, um, Mansoor, and Mustafa Ali pick up a victory over Mace and T-Bar. Um, Bobby Lashley defeated his former uh, former guys. His former, yeah, his former guys, uh, Cedric Alexander and Sean Benjamin, on a two-on-one handicap match. Uh, John Morrison defeated uh, Riddle. Uh, Reginald defeated R Truth to retain the WWE. I'm so mad. I'll talk about that later.
0: I'm so mad at that.
1: <laughs> and for your main event, you had Charlotte Flair defeating uh, uh, Nikki. Esh. Why don't they just call it? Why don't they just call it
0: Nikki Ash? I don't know. Uh, Nikki Ash seems more. Um, I, I
1: don't know. Nicky's A-S-H. Seems more... Yeah, I don't know. What does the A-S-H stands for? I mean, listen. It's, you know, the aspiring like superhero.
0: The aspiring superhero, but you can you go, know, like, like Britt oh, Baker. DMD, like, you know.
1: Yeah, we know what DMD stands for, but I'm saying, like, what does A-S-H stand for?
0: Like? Aspiring superhero? She. I don't know. I see her and I just see Hurricane. I love it because it's, like, it's corny, it's goofy, and it's, like, it's fun. Like, I like, I like seeing, it's fun to see that. There's something different, something polarly, di- in a polar opposite direction of what everybody else looks like. You got a guy like Mason T-Bar and McIntyre and Lashley and these brutes in the, in the, in, in the men's side. And the women you have Tamina, Charlotte, Ripley, these, these physically empowering women. And you got Nikki A.S.H. <laughs> but it, I think A.S.H. is like, a, is like aspiring superhero, so you say the aspiring superhero, Nikki Ash. It's like, okay, that's easier. Right. But, um, so I'll go to you first out of a, one thing I didn't like, and um, I'll get, you know, I think it makes sense. One point I want to bring across that I like it. Didn't like about Raw. How do you feel about your, about the, combination of two NXT superstars you brought up and you put them against each other knowing you're going to have to bury one of the one of the
1: two it's horrible it's horrible and according to reports Keith Lee was actually supposed to win that match so what happens is with Cross they already had plans for Cross in place the plans were that Cross was going to go on a losing streak mm-hmm. right until they brought back scarlet so the, the plan was to have Karrion cross and scarlet together uh, on the main roster but it was going to be Karrion cross on a losing streak until they called up scarlet and then when scarlet came to the main event i mean to the to the you know main roster main roster i uh, apologize for that then he would go on this like dominant run makes sense so now it's like I don't know what's gonna happen because you know also reports are coming out that Keith Lee is frustrated, rightfully so. Um, I I don't know how you could screw this up, and it, and it seems like WWE always finds a way to screw this up. So it's like, where do you go on from Carrying, carrying Cross? Like, what what's gonna happen next week? And then with Keith Lee, all right. So next week is he gonna suffer another loss? Like. There has to be some internal problems between Keith Lee and that whole, um, you know, hiatus, like where he was nowhere to be seen for, for you know, a couple months. Um, there had to be some internal problems, and it kind of seems like, um, you know, it's kind of showing because it's clear as day that, that he's being buried. Yeah. And it's
0: like you brought him up as the number one blue-chip talent, right? You had him with um, – McIntyre. You had him with Orton. You had him with all these guys that you brought up before, no, during quarantine, during the quarantine season. And he's, he okay, this guy's a, he's a good fit. He's going to have a lot of good spots to work with. They've been great. Whatever happened, happened. It is what it is now. Um, we, only, we can only talk about what we know, not what we don't know. So whatever the speculation is, now he comes back and you're burying him to now not only one talent but not a talent another blue chip talent your number one prospect you brought up in carrying across and now it's back to back with fans coming back with people coming from injury so it's like
1: yeah well so I mean that, that, that falls under the category that I hated most about um raw um what I did like about Raw there was a couple things that I did like about Raw. Um the Damian Priest and Sheamus match was was great. Um, shows they have, uh, uh you know, uh, great chemistry with each other. Um, AJ Styles and almost defeating the Viking Raiders. I enjoyed that match because we're starting to see more tag team moves between AJ Styles and almost. And they're like, now they got momentum going, they have the fans going, um, you know, supporting almost. And right. like, you can see that almost is improving, um, within week every week.
0: week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's something that, you know, I see as positive. And then, um, you know, with Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, that's going to be a new tag team on the come-up. Um, I, I, w- I wouldn't know.
0: mind that. That's not a bad. Yeah,
1: me, me neither. And I just don't know what to expect from them. But, um, you know, it, it, at least it's another tag team you could rely on. Um, and then uh, the last thing that I liked about Raw was the John Morrison and Real match. I agree. As, as you saw, you had AJ Styles and Omos distract Riddle. John Morrison picks up the victory, which kind of likely sets up a feud between um, AJ Styles and Omos and RK Bro. I see. Um, you know, we haven't seen um, Randy Orton in the past couple of weeks, and it's it some like, new
0: vacation time. No, that only makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, hasn't reported, you know, that he has COVID or anything, so um, one is guessing that he's taking vacation time, so um yeah, RK bro versus AG Styles and Omos at SummerSlam, seems to be You'll the likely match,
0: them. yeah but, and it's, even with that, on I, like what I enjoyed about this match was that you're seeing, first off I've said many times that different wrestlers are very underrated, very underappreciated, John Morrison might just be the most underappreciated male superstar in that locker room. I've never no, seen him uh, have a bad match. Yeah,
1: he's he's one. Yeah, he's one of them.
0: I've never seen him had a have a bad feud. His 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 roles, his promos have all been A1. Even though he's playing, you know, the Robinson Mrs. Batman, but now with Miss being out, being, you know, on TikTok with uh, Nia Jackson or Truth and Reginald on them, and you know do, you know recovering from the from the injury, it's refreshing because now you're seeing Johnny Mundo from Lucha yeah we're, you're seeing yeah we're
1: seeing we're seeing more of John Morrison so and that's what we needed to see and, you
0: are see, seeing the old John Morrison getting run it's great for a guy of his age doing what he's still doing and not only that, wasn't he's pushing Riddle to be better and he's a great mid middle of the road wrestler. On that, you know, mid card wrestler to make Riddle a better star. Maybe maybe Orin's off because they need Riddle to to develop more. Maybe going to you know,
1: and he has. Can and you de- has. Can you
0: develop with Randy Orin with you? Like people want fans want to see Randy Orin. They don't want to see Matt Riddle. With Orin gone, you can you have nothing left to see but Matt Riddle. So it's been great. He's been from what he was when he first came back. When he first pulled up to now. It's been night and day, and I think, like you said before, like you said, you said Vince has he looks at Riddle and sees superstar potential. So now you saw signs of that, and then you saw the feud he had all you know over social media with him and Goldberg, and then he was quiet for a while, and he came back, and now he's looking yeah, like the guy that they thought he was gonna be.
1: Yeah, they, they, they have, like, um, you know, high praise for Riddle. And it, and it has shown um, every week. So they, they know that Riddle is a guy they can depend on. Um, they know that Riddle is a guy that they can, you know, turn into a superstar. Or, you know, um, right now he's in the, you know, right now he's in the mid-card. In the midst, uh, mid-card well, he's in that uh, midst of a tag team feud with, it almost, but eventually, you know, when RK Bro does, you know, break things off, which is it, it's bound to happen. Get a couple um, months. We, we'll, we'll see. Like I believe we'll see Riddle feud with Orton, and that's gonna be the feud that's gonna either make or break Riddle. Like, like we we've seen a lot from Riddle, and and he's impressed us. And um, you know, th- there's nothing bad to talk about Riddle. Right. Um, but I feel like once like RK Bro ends and they, because again, it's bound to happen. Um, we're gonna see what he can truly do. Like, like is he a a potential main event type guy? Um, right. You know, or if he's a single wrestler you can depend on.
0: Yeah. So other than that, Raw was it was okay. Good. The Masters were great. It's just you know, I don't know what's gonna happen with. Eve Marie and Drop and Lexa Bliss and what's going on with everybody else. Um, That's more of the TBD to be determined. Um, Cena hopped up on Raw, on SmackDown, back and forth. We'll talk about SmackDown later on. Um, But we'll see how that goes. Goldberg's still around, waiting for that matchup with Lashley. Whether it happens or doesn't happen in SummerSlam, we'll... We'll see what it is, but you know, it's still a lot to be determined for Raw. That's, we'll see how it goes with Luisca one coming to SummerSlam. Um, Tuesday, however, um, a lot of really good, a lot of really good wit went down for NXT. Um, how'd you feel about
1: um, the third brand? NXT? Um. I- I wasn't too crazy about this episode of NXT. Um, it, it was one of its like I'm not gonna say it's weaker episodes, but it was like a normal episode. Um, you know, uh, there's some things you know we can talk about here. Um, so we had uh, Pete Dunne and uh, Oni Lorcan defeat uh, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Champa. Great with match the re- with the returning of Rich Holland, who absolutely. Looks like a beast. He honestly, he honestly gives me Brock Lesnar-type vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have uh, uh, Camelo Hayes defeating Josh Briggs in the bri- uh, breakout tournament, um, the first round of the breakout tournament. You have uh, Casey Canizzaro and Caden Carter defeating Frankie Monet and Jesse uh, Camilla. Um, Casey Canizzaro and Caden and, and Carter seems to be a legit Tag like women's tag team. Like if there's a team that I want to put as tag team champions in the future, it's them. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like what Casey, you know, Kevin zero can do. All these like, um, flips and the athleticism that she possesses. Um, that that could be an exciting tag team. Right. Um. Then you had uh, Imperium defeating uh, Hit Row, and. Uh, on the main event you had Adam Cole defeating Bronson Reed and then post match you had uh Kyle O'Reilly um hit Adam Cole with the steel chair.
0: And that's um, gonna be the new probably the next main event for um takeover in um in August. Yeah, pro-
1: probably 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 like a I wouldn't mind seeing like a last man standing match between them too. it It'll be dope. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what, you know, what to talk about is, so you have, um, Samoa Joe resigns as NXT official and is now part of the active roster for NXT.
0: That's what I want to talk about. This is, well, I'm a big Samoa Joe fan for one. And two, this is so refreshing to see. We've said it for a while that Samoa Joe needs to get back, whether you, the, the concussions and the neck injuries and all the problems he had in the past, whether it was severely I'm going to keep him out or not. Um, he's officially back. This is great. Love it. Um, does he beat Karrion Cross at uh takeover on
1: the 22nd? That's, that's the thing. Uh, I, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm leaning more towards yes than no, since you already have, See, here's the thing: you have Karrion Cross already on on Raw, like it, it kind of messes things up when you have him on Raw or on NXT, because like on Raw he could he looks kind of like vulnerable, but in, in NXT he looks like a freaking beast, you know? Right. So it's that's why I, I feel like Samoa Joe needs to to win here, um, so then Karrion Cross could they could focus on Kerry Cross on building Karrion Cross on Raw. Right. Um, so you already know that you know a, a match between him and Cross is going to happen at Takeover Thirty Six, I believe.
0: Yeah, August twenty second.
1: Um, and then another talking point about this NXT is uh,
0: <laughs> my baby got hurt.
1: Dakota Kai, how dare he? Dakota Kai turns on Raquel Gonzalez. How
0: dare? How dare he? Triple H. How dare you allow Raquel Gonzalez to get hurt? How dare
1: he? Well, one for one is I absolutely love it. (laughs) Because Dakota Kai is somebody who's been on the NXT brand for the longest. And yeah, she's had, you know, opportunities at the title, but it hasn't panned out. But I feel like this is where it's her time. Um, When you look at Raquel Gonzalez, it's like, I feel like there's nobody left for Ra- Raquel Gonzalez to face. I mean, you could put, you could maybe say Frankie Monet, um, but, you know.
0: Uh, Not so a silly
1: one. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's probably one or two more, but uh, well, I think it's that time. It
0: that now, yeah. like, match would be Frankie Monet, who is yeah. excellent.
1: I, I just, you know, I just feel like it, it's time um, to, to shake things up, um, and you know what, Dakota Kai is deserving of a run um, with the championship. Um, and we all knew this was going to happen. It was a matter of you know um, when when was she she going to attack uh, Raquel, and it it,
0: it happened. It, it made sense. I was like, damn, like.
1: And good and it tells like it's good for storytelling, you know. They've been attacking for how long? I can't like six it, months, eight for months. For the longest, oh yeah, for the longest they've been. They've been together for for a while now, and you know, um, we we kept getting hints because you know sometimes like when Raquel Gonzalez says all oh, the there would be nobody left, you see Dakota give her like a, a side look like really yeah nobody whatever left. like yeah be weary. so so now so now it looks like we're finally gonna get this match and um, I'm hyped about it to be honest with you.
0: This match, I mean, I said Cole and Reed. Uh, who looks like somebody we know? I'll talk about that later. I um, said so that could be a main event match. I think the Gonzales Dakota Kai match that there could be the main event for Takeover, mm-hmm. and they've been known. Triple H has been known in the past to put the women as the final matches for the the, the big events, the big pay per views. So I could see this happen again. It, it would hit off as you know. A top, a five star match, a match of the year candidate. I feel mm-hmm. like with these two, All, not, it was like they have so much chemistry as faces or as heels together, and now they're going to go against each other as individuals. So it's like this is okay. This is a different. It's another layer mm-hmm. to to what this could be. It's what the match can right. be. Right. Right. So and then
1: um I mentioned before, um, you know uh. uh Hero uh, winning, and then after the match, Legado de Fantasma attack, um, you know, attacked him, and Santos um, Escobar took out, I think it was, like, top dollar.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then Swerve came in with the chair. Um, so it, it kind of seems like, at times, we're like, who's the face and who's the heel? But um, regardless, you know, regardless... I, I'm enjoying this this feud between both factions. Um,
0: Hit Roll is a good faction. Like, yeah. they, they put it together like this is, this is going to be enjoyable. It's, it's I, nice to you know
1: what point. would be interesting? I would love to see uh, Legado of the Fantasma add a female to that group. Who would you add? See, that's the thing. If you could add, you
0: could add. The more, the, the more, the, the more they made the I'll, promise, who right, would you?
1: I, I'll be honest. If Raquel Gonzalez wasn't champion and wasn't in the main event scene. I think she would be a perfect fit. Hundred percent. If she, you know, but I, I'm still trying to think who else could probably uh, join. But if 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 she wasn't champion and and she wasn't in that like main event types, yeah, uh, I I would definitely say Raquel Gonzalez. I, like it's I mean, always good
0: to add talent, but if you have to add this, you can't add just anybody. You get that add, especially yeah. with. with a, with a group as good like Carlos mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. have somebody top tier to go with that. You can't add just you know some mid card or lower card, t- lower tier of talent to that. Or right. Develop, or uh, developing.
1: Right. So, um, and then you had a uh, you had uh, the segments where uh, Cameron grinds and LA Knight on the golf course. Uh, that actually was pretty funny and mm-hmm. entertaining. Um, and then the last thing that I want to mention is. So you had Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, and Andy Hartwell discuss, you know, and Austin Theory discuss their issues. Um, Dexter Lewis sent a drawing of of Dexter being in the way. Mm -hmm. So Gargano, I love Gargano. Um, Yeah, he's like, no, that's no way, no way of happening. But Andy Hartwell says, you know what, let's do a match. Um, if Loomis wins, he gets a chance in the way. If he loses, then there's no more mentioning of Loomis and all that. So we're going to get, uh, next week, we're going to get Gargano versus Dexter Loomis.
0: it saw a solid match. Yeah. They, they're both great. So you can't say, it's like,
1: oh, no, they can't, they can't
0: really. They can mess it up, but they can't really mess it up, can they?
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I'll be honest with you. I love the way, but it kind of seems like they're breaking up the way. Sooner rather than later, Um, you know, Austin Theory has been a name that's probably mentioned to be called up soon. Um, So has uh, Eddie Hartwell. So it's going to be really interesting what happens in the upcoming weeks.
0: Right. So let's get right to it. Wednesday night, AEW. AEW. So, um, before you get to the big rundown. For what what happened, um, how did you feel about this this episode? You think AW is going back to back really good shows, great
1: shows? Um, I think it was a solid show. I think it was it was in like oh my god, but it, you know, but it wasn't whack either. You know, it, it right. was a solid show. Um, uh, I definitely you know uh, just a quick rundown. You had the elite defeat uh, Hangman Page in the Dark Order. You had. Have- FTR defeats Santana and Ortiz. Um, uh, you had Lance Archer defeat... Um, I, and I, uh, listen, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing uh, uh, it. Coolio. coolio. yeah. There
0: you go. To retain the, saying, you got it, you got it, be confident.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was just like, I was like, uh, I don't want to mess up with his name. Hi, Coolio. Um, yeah, to retain the I, um, IWGP United States Championship. You had Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus defeat Private Party. And Angelico. Uh you had Thunder Rosa defeat Julia Hart. And you had Chris Jericho defeat Nick Gage in chapter two of Flavors of Jericho. So
0: um one point the 10-man tag was great. Um, I know some people some some people aren't big fans of like a bunch like 10 people in the ring at one at one time. When you have this much good talent going against each other, you can't really you can't really say, oh, this is bad. No, it's just fun to watch. You have a lot of top-tier talent going against each other. So you can't really, like, yeah. oh, this is a bad idea. Like, no, it's always good. 10 minutes, yeah. 12 No, man,
1: I I, I, I love, listen, I, I love the, like, I know people are going to say, oh, that's corny. Oh, no. But it's also smart. Um, It's smart business. Because, you know, you had. I love the, the, the Hangman page and the Dark Orders uh, entrance. They all had the purple, uh, purple, uh, Bandana, like Hangman does And everything was just perfect And then you have the Elite uh, making a special Entrance to promote uh, Space Jam So that's yeah. a smart business right there um, And You know um, You have Andrade and Chavo Still trying to um, Still trying to get into Penta and Phoenix's head about joining Him, which I think There's a strong possibility that could happen That's fine um,
0: that's, you know, you yeah. need more, um, the more promotion, the more story build, the better. So this is going to be a story. It's probably going to go on for a while. I'll say a good, maybe, maybe a month or so. You'll see this continue to um to go.
1: Yeah. um You had FTR defeating uh, Santana Ortiz. I know, like, towards the end of the match, um, Cash Wheeler suffered, like, a really, really bad cut, and it looked kind of bad because all I just saw is, like, his forearm... Or all bloody, right? Um, so I hope he's you know I hope you know he's he's doing well. Um, one thing that had people talking about was a promo that Darby Allen did, where he said he'll beat everyone, including the best in the world. So he's already hinting at CM Punk. So I I, I think here's the thing, my honest opinion I think CM Punk has already signed with AEW, and I he's think we're going to be given. Hints, no, no, I think we're going to be giving hints each each week that goes by. So Makes that's sense. a that's one hint, yeah, that's one hint already. So, um, I think we're just we're, it, it's only a matter of time at this point. Um, we were uh, we were gonna get an interview by Cody Rhodes, but Malachi Black just attacked him out of nowhere, which I, I know, love. I know
0: you're eating this up, like, I know you're loving. Yeah. You're loving Malachi Black getting the credit and the game. The, the, the he, his dues are getting given to him, and it's being so worth it. Just seeing, okay, like airtime. You're gonna go. You're going against a quality, <clears throat> quality opponent, in Cody Rhodes, and you could be you finally.
1: Yeah. No. Listen. Here's what I, I like about Malachi Black. Malister Black in WWE had potential, but his potential was capped right here with malachi black and aew he has creative freedom so he has all the potential in the world and he can do whatever he wants with his character so that's why you know fans are gonna love this version of black um Miro cut in another promo it seems like listen someone has to beat Miro, him no it's not only that it's just that i wish he would compete more instead of like each week, a promo, a promo, a promo, and I'm like, I don't so, know, like you, you're you, you're the TNT champion.
0: Here's here's my side on this. Ready? So we're hinting Darby Allen and CM Punk. That's we're speculating that. Like I said, we can only speak on what we know, not what we may, not what we think, or what can it be? I mean, kind of sort of, but we can base our facts of what we know. So you have the possibility of having Punk and Allen, which would be fantastic. Especially not, you on know, the fact that you had Sting with Darby. So it's like you can literally have Sting and Punk, Darby Allen and Punk, this and the third. We spoke about the possibility of Daniel Bryan being, coming up at some point with AEW. What goes to show that he doesn't go against Miro for the TNT Championship at some point. Is that something you would wanna see? Would wanna that's something you would enjoy? Yay, nay. Maybe go elsewhere. Who, who you think that'd be a good fit for for Brian and for Miro? I mean, think about it. Like, Dan Right comes back. He gets creative control. He gets he gets working with Cody, and the higher ups of AEW. What he wanted with WD, but couldn't get it.
1: I think, I think when it comes to Daniel Bryan, I think the the seeds are being planted for for his return, uh, for his debut. And here's I don't I don't know if it's with Miro though, um, but I feel like. Recently, they started to focus a lot on this IW uh, U.S. title, right? Uh-huh. Daniel Bryan's main, uh, like, I guess, the reason, the, the reason why he signed with AEW is because he wants to wrestle in Japan. Okay. Um, so, I feel like this is where Daniel Bryan comes in. Like, right now, Lance Archer is the champion. Uh-huh. Forget Miro for one time. Lance Archer is the champion. I feel like that's where Daniel Bryan could probably – you could throw Daniel Bryan in. Um, I don't know if you, you'll do it right away, but I think eventually, because, like like I said, he, he wants to – um, he wants to wrestle in Japan, and, you know, the forbidden door is open, so. Right.
0: I mean, Grant, if you're with AEW – yeah, you can just go fight because New Japan has their kind of their deal with them, where they like, hey we'll 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 do this that third, which is only be mixing and talent, so that makes a lot of sense. So I'm even that I'm still with that as well. That's still great because yeah. you're putting him. He, he doesn't have to win; just get back into. It. When's the last time we seen Daniel Bryan wrestle, and not just wrestle wrestle in like a big time match. Not just, oh, we're going to wrestle in the car a little bit. No, you're going to wrestle for a belt. Yeah. So it'd be great to see. The one thing I want to say about AEW, as I said last week, I'm going to say it again. I really think this is the farewell tour for Chris Jericho. Is he going through these, like... I don't know. Him being you know, a main event guy is like him being the guy is slowly going away.
1: Yeah, you know what? I I didn't think about that, and I may agree with you. I may agree with you. Um, you know, Chris Jericho is 51, 52 years old. He's not going to be wrestling forever. It kind of seems that way. Kind of Why like Why is- are you
0: having these these storytelling like? That sounds like a farewell tour. Now if he gets and before, he he had his thing with MJF. He had everything else going on with with but he constantly being involved in the main event scene. we are working a lot of mid-card, a lot of mid-card scene, this and the third.
1: Mm-hmm. Now but, he's just but, 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 but before we get into that, because we're gonna get into that. Uh-huh. And, and, and 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 I'll tell you why I kind of agree with you. Um, you know, you had John Moxley um got a, a promo. Um, and he's upset that you know um, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi uh, is you know has the chance to face Lance Archer. Something that John Moxley, um, John Moxley wants to face Tanahashi. Um, right. And by the way, this whole thing with JR uh, saying that John Moxley is the closest thing to Stone Cold.
0: I was gonna let that go.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna let that go. What? No, no.
0: all right i'm with you i was i was was, was let it go because jr's
1: whatever he's smoking i want
0: listen 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 you leave grill and jr alone first first and foremost love his podcast i listen to grill and jr every thursday every thursday by the way check us out on apple and spotify and google Podcasts. sunset flip wrestling podcast we are here um but Here's the thing. Jim Ross was one of the greatest talent agents we've seen in wrestling, in the entire business. His biggest signing was getting Stone Cold, yes. But that's when he was pro-WWE or WWF at the time, now WWE. He kind of has to now leave that away, leave leave that to the side and start to promote AWB more, AW, pro-AW. So it's like, you got to start making some implications. Now, is he wrong? 100%, because nobody is Stone Cold Steve Austin. But is he trying to make the input on what he said when it comes to securing a character? Yes, I agree with them. But he's not Stone Cold. Is he the closest thing to Stone Cold, to Stone Cold? Maybe. Character, his gimmick, how well he does his gimmick, yeah. But don't say he is Stone Cold because then it's like, whoa, <laughs> we're talking about possibly the greatest wrestler ever, the greatest of the Attitude Era. So it's like maybe the choice of words kind of struck people the wrong way as it struck you the wrong way. I understood what he meant, um, especially me being pro-Stone Cold because Stone Cold's the GOAT, anybody can tell me otherwise, Um, but... For eight, he could be the AEW version of Stone Cold Steve Austin, which makes sense. But he's not Stone Cold Steve. He's not Steve Williams. He's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's not Stunning Steve. He's not the ringmaster. He's not not the baddest son of a bitch ever to, ever to be here. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'll, I'll put my side. Is he wrong for saying he's the next Stone Cold? Yes. Is he the closest team to Stone Cold since Stone Cold? Maybe. It's too early to tell but let's see how well Moxie keeps developing this character and being who he is.
1: Listen, I, I just think, all right, here and you know, on to uh, Chris Jericho. I just think that Stone Cold was, all right, in terms of character, I guess yeah. you could probably say, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a possibility, but Stone Cold was always the main event, right? Stronghold's character never got stale. And that's something when that he John Moxley's through. like John Moxley's character, like sometimes he, he has momentum and then stale. Right. Then grabs momentum again and then stale. Right now it's stale. Mm-hmm. Like there's like, you know, um, like when he first showed up in AEW, like his debut and the weeks following after hot. his debut, that it was hot. hot he but then, um, you know, and then when he won the championship, okay. But then once he lost it, it was like, eh. And then right now it's like, eh. So it's like, I, I, don't know. I don't know.
0: Maybe trying to do it to boost up Moxley. Something, when you say something like that, that's, that's a lot. When MJ said, I'm the, I'm the new Ric Flair, like, whoa, whoa, hold on. I got to watch this now because I got to see this because Ric Flair is go.
1: Ric Flair is a 16-time champion.
0: Yeah, so if you're saying you're the new Ric Flair, not the next Ric Flair, you are the new Ric Flair, so you're better than Ric Flair. Hold on a second. I got to watch this. So maybe... I
1: think it's, you know, in terms of, char- like, characteristics. Like, you know, there, yes, there are similarities. That, that's what it is. It. Yeah,
0: but, for, but you wouldn't say that, like... You, know, you wouldn't call yourself the next Ric Flair if you're not... Yeah. You know are I'm saying? So right away, that would just put all the all the eyes on you so for me for him doing so it's like okay all right let, let's see now let's see moxley be the next a young stone cold or the right, new right. or the next stone cold steve Austin or a new stone cold steve Austin. so we'll see you know
1: um, so then you know we go with the labors of jericho um and it's exactly what uh fans or you know would expect the match to be and you know uh a gruesome match. We knew blood was going to come out. So. It was rough. Um, it, 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 that was a rough match. But you know what? This is exactly what a no dq match should be. Right. You use different types of weapons. They use baseball bats, um, chair shots, um, light tubes, uh, pizza cutters. Like, you know, and, and and you know what was funny was uh, the moment Nick Age was using the pizza cutter, Mm-hmm. They went a commercial, and you know how they had the side by side. They had Domino's pizza, perfect. Uh, an ad. No, Domino was furious, <laughs> furious because as as Nick Gage is going like that with the pizza cutter on, on Jericho's forehead, they're like, "Oh, buy one, uh, uh you know." They had a, yeah, ad, a whole Domino's food. ad. <laughs> they had a whole perfect. Domino's ad. It, was, it like,
0: was perfect timing.
1: <laughs> um, but then you know, um. Uh, Jericho won using the Judas effect, Um, you know, so he picks up the victory after the match. um, MJF announced that in the, you know, in the third, I guess, is it the third yeah Uh The chapter three of the labors of Jericho that he has to, in order for him to win, he has to use a move from the top rope to win the match. I don't know how Jericho's going to do it, but we'll see. Um, and he has to do it to his all-time rival from WCW, Juventud Guerrero. So it kind of seems. So that's why I kind of like when you said, "Yo, this kind of seems like a like a farewell, you know, fair tour for for Jericho." I can see it.
0: Like last time, okay, but as an old, this is like a New Japan Jericho, and then this and this past week, I'm like, this sounds like. WWF Chris Jericho Chris Jericho was a sadistic son of a bitch like he was doing a lot of shit to get it, heelish ways to get what he wanted to do we all remember him winning being the original undisputed champ by beating Rock and Stone Cold on the same night but if you watched those matches that like you watched him winning that being champions up and down he yeah. was doing a lot of wild stuff and you know they kind of minim- they, they, they Compartmentalize this thing into a small, into a match, and he made it seem like that. I'm like, yo, Jericho's doing whatever he can to get this. He's not doing as Chris Jericho. He's doing whatever he can to get this done. Like this is really looking like the end of Jericho. This yeah. maybe he's gonna be a backstage guy, maybe a once in a while match. You know, as long he doesn't turn into Jake the Snake Roberts, I'm okay. But yeah. you know, by the way, I I didn't count how many how many times did did uh, Jake Roberts. Get get put out this week.
1: Oh, no. We'll find mm-hmm. out.
0: <laughs> we'll see <you> next week. <laughs> i might have a count next time. Um, but yeah. So it's just like I love it, but I hate it. Cause it's like Jericho's been around since we've been around watching wrestling. So it's like we're gonna we're honestly gonna see the beginning and the end of a of a long lasting career we didn't we right. didn't get to watch flair's entirety rock was in and now austin got hurt Kurt angle was all over the place we didn't catch taker until we were you know of a certain age kane was you know kane's kane who else you want to go with like chris jericho has been a number one guy forever so it's like and we've seen a majority of jericho's career you know growing up so seeing this coming to be what quite may possibly be the end, it's like wow, like this is, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, I'm you know I'm not ter- Chris, like Chris Jericho is like
1: saying, one that's been old. here for yeah, Chris Jericho is one that's been here from like forever. Yeah. So if this is it for Chris Jericho, I'm like here, like damn, like like we're getting old. Like, yeah, we're getting old because it's like you know once the Undertaker retired, I was like. And then you got Kane, and like, damn! And it's like, um, you know, with Jericho, he was like one of the all time greats. So it's like, like I started
0: watching wrestling when it was Austin, Rock, and when Jericho came up. Like I remember watching Raw, and watching Rock do a promo, and then also here comes Jericho come out for his debut. Like I remember that. Like I remember watching that, and it's like, you know, I'm turning 20 in October. I'm like, damn, like. I'm getting old. Yeah, man. I'm saying that being 28. Like, I've watched
1: Jericho mm-hmm. begin. I turned 28 marks over, too. This
0: is like, you know, I'm we're getting old. Like, wow, we where were you when that happened? Like, yeah, I'm sitting on my couch watching Ross, like, right, oh man, this is it. <laughs> so even oh. like going in now, we're going into SmackDown with Cena back again seeing cut a promo with Baron Corbin to kick off the show, it's like We've watched Cena from the very beginning, so it's like, yo, like this. When will now? When does Cena go? That's another one. That's another notable person, like when Cena goes, like yo, I remember that I was well, there when he slapped. Angus you know, well, we his
1: we, we got a we got a preview of what happens when Cena goes. Like, like the product becomes a little trashy <laughs> and and you know you know when Cena came back, everybody was like, that was the biggest pop that Cena has had in years.
0: Probably since when he came back for the Rumble from the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Very similar. Shoulder.
1: Very, very similar. So, so, speaking of Cena, you know, it got SmackDown. Um What's so, up bad Baron Corbin, man? So, he's set for a push, but it's like one of those pushes that's going to take time that I feel like the fans are going to be behind him. So, right now, it's like he wants, you know, they want everybody to feel bad for Corbin, and then when Corbin starts... Turning things around, I guess that's where they expect the fan support to support Orban. Um, but you know, we, we were supposed to get a contract signing of Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Corbin goes in, comes in, <laughs> and
0: Cena uh, does what Cena does best. <laughs> Hold on, young blood. Hold on, young brother. <laughs> I gotta go first. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so now it's it's pretty much official. It's 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 Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam.
0: Some things never change.
1: <laughs> Super
0: uh, Cena's is burying talent again. <laughs> no, no, no. It's nostalgic, um, like really, yeah, I yeah. love Finn Bal. I think he needs the belt again, but it's like, all right, I don't mind him taking one more one more step back for Cena to come back. Cause like I miss Cena. We everybody, you can you could say let's go see see Cena. Cena sucks over and over again, but it's like I miss Cena. I want to see Cena Cena back. Let's see what he got. Right,
1: so, like, it's cool.
0: I don't I don't mind this time around. Just don't bury everybody you see.
1: So you know we we have uh well let's go to the results real quick. We have um Rey Mysterio um defeating Jimmy Uso. We have uh the WWE twenty four seven champion. Reginald making an appearance of SmackDown, which I found odd. Um, you know, um, beating Chad Gable um, retains uh, by disqualification. We have a six-man tag, which was actually really fun uh, to watch. It, Big E, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura uh, defeating the Dirty Dogs and Apollo Cruz. Nakamura hits uh, Cruz with the King Jonsa, um, which kind of seems like maybe Nakamura may, might be in, in line for a title shot after pinning Cruz. Uh, and then, you know, we have the returning Sasha Banks. That was weird, but I, maybe, no, she's going to do sense. as you do? No, it made sense. You know, earlier um, in the show, Carmella and Selena Vega. Uh, I like that mix, um, by no, the way. Yeah. Two, Carmella, Carmella and, and...
0: Vega is a nice look.
1: Yeah. Two on one beat down Belair. All of a sudden, Banks' music hits. She comes out, makes the save. And the question on everybody's mind is when is she going to pull the trigger? Again. So, <laughs> so we have the main event Sasha Banks uh, and Bianca Belair defeating Carmella and Selena Vega. And right when Bianca Belair celebrates, boom, backstab and you know um banks made her intentions known that she doesn't forget and uh yeah it looks like it looks like we're, we're going to see um Valera and Banks at, at Somerset
0: which is what we I think we kind of spoke on that a while ago when when she comes back that might be the next matchup um but you know I don't I don't mind it like they had a really really not really, they had a five star match at Mania, so it's great to see them. Maybe they get they get a no the rematch finally goes down to SummerSlam, and that would be something where it's like, cool, let's get it. Can can you out can you out compete the your previous match? You had one five star match, so I, I think so. You do it again? I think
1: I think so, and I think their match um could be better than Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing. Um, it, it was uh, the the mini match was great. I think the Summerslam Summer match has the potential has the potential to be greater. Um, and then my thoughts with um, real quick, like you know, going back to that 24/7, I found it weird that you know Reginald w- w- was on SmackDown with the 24/7. Give
0: the belt back to our truth.
1: No. How about this? What if what? If? If you're, I think it's maybe let's let's make the twenty four seven champion a little more serious instead of a joke. Mm-hmm. Why don't you have Otis win? Not a lot of people could take out Otis, which is why it would it would be like you you could have a credible champion like with with Otis's change of character, and you know now he's you know this. I, you know this, dickhead. Yeah,
0: thanks.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta
0: pick one word. Yeah, dickhead.
1: Uh, yeah, he's so, not like bro, know, I
0: don't like him right now, anyways.
1: Yeah, so guy. you know, one could think maybe Otis could take the way you know the. I mean, he, he, he attacked Reginald, so it's like you know, um, if he attacked Reginald, just you know, award him by uh, being champion, you know. And, and then you can have a series twenty four seven champion. Like you'll see, yo, I can see a lot of people trying to take out Otis, and it's failed attempt after failed attempt after failed attempt. Right. So you know, in my opinion,
0: like I want, I don't mind like the backstage stuff. That's fine. I if you could put a title that could be fought every week on either Raw or SmackDown, even with NXT. 24 but percent, but make it an official match. So if like, for example, if you're not on the roster and, and we fall for the belt, right? And I pinned you for the championship. You can go at some point during the show, whatever it is, oh, Soto and, Brand, Soto and, Soto and Brandon are going to go against each other for the 24-7 championship on Friday on SmackDown. But things that happen in between, you're competing against somebody for the belt, for the championship, for the, for the champ for the belt. Right. But if I lose the belt, simple, you got to fight somebody else now. But the the but the belt is still a, notarized and, and official for that next match. Kind of hardcore championship. The hardcore the hardcore belt was, you know, that was every week that that belt was put up for grabs. Now backstage, backstage, but you know, it would. I think it'd be great to do something like that, rather than oh, you go. It's a it's a gag championship. You could make it. You could do that and still make it make it work to be, you know, a championship that has some value, you know, right. But we'll see. It looks it, it could be interesting how it's gonna that's gonna pan out. But I do know that they should definitely make it more worthwhile than just gimmicks and gags, right. But you know, we'll see how that goes. Other than that, I mean, SmackDown was fun. Um, I enjoyed the Reigns, The range promos again. That's fun to see. I, I, I just feel like SmackDown
1: can't do no wrong right now. Even
0: on a bad show, it's still a great show. Yeah, I
1: think I think I think the same thing could be said about AEW. Um, AEW, I think AEW and SmackDown has all the momentum going for them. You know, right? And they should. Continue capitalizing on that, and Raw is Raw is what it is, you know. Raw is the same, you know, thing week in, week out, and you know that that's a show that needs to be, you know, um, I don't know, they they just need a lot of improvements on that show, and it's again, it's not the wrestlers, it's creative, it's yeah. the writers. Um, and Fox has gone regards, home, and, and then in regards with NXT, it's just keep improving, you know. Well, that, you're
0: just having everything's
1: development talent. Yeah, no, no, right. And then just keep doing what you do with, if you're NXT. And then AEW and SmackDown, right now, they're both on an all-time high. hmm Just, you know, keep putting up uh, episodes like you guys been doing, you know, the past few weeks, and, and you're good. Right. I, I think it's just going to be interesting to see what happens when AEW comes out with its second show, Rampage.
0: Yeah, we have dark, which is their. With I feel like dark is like dark. Well, a W is what. Uh, well, my personal favorite with velocity was
1: and Sunday Night Heat
0: kind yeah. of like, like. First of all, Sunday Night Heat was fantastic. Velocity, velocity was SmackDown's
1: right
0: partial show, mm-hmm. and Sunday Night Heat was Sunday Night Heat had a lot of really good.
1: I love Sunday Night Heat because Sunday Night Heat was like right before a pay per view. I think it was.
0: Yeah, so they would have anybody if like you weren't gonna find the pay per view, you would have a two hour show for no. yourself. Sunday,
1: Sunday Night Heat. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, I mean that's probably if anything. Sunday Night Heat was like from seven oh, Eastern time, seven to eight, and then at eight it was the pay per view.
0: Yeah, and sometimes they push it back and they would give they would give like more times so to do like a six thirty or do a six o'clock sometimes. And that was once in a while, but you, but you would have like four matches, four matches, two promos, and a setup for whatever it is.
1: Rather, no, than and then sometimes, promos. and then sometimes you would have big stars appear on yeah. Sunday Night Heat. No, they weren't in the paper. And video. then after a couple of years, they just you know, they would just
0: put it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you uh, oh, why aren't you at uh, judgment, oh, judgment Day? Oh, fuck Judgment Day. But here's
1: here's 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 my my thing with when you when you mention that real quick. So you have dark. You have. Elevation. I think you're doing too much. I feel like you know, just just focus on the two main brand. I mean, the main shows, which is Dynamite and Rampage. Which what focus are doing? on those exactly. So it's like I don't know if this is going to be a new version. Like if if Dynamite and Rampage is going to be a version of Raw SmackDown.
0: Yeah, it's going to be. You could just tell.
1: Yeah, but my thing is, you know, start if I'm in AEW, start focusing on your own talent. Like, start, you know, because you're, you've been signing a lot of ex-WWE guys, which I don't fault you because those are the talent, like, those are Those the, are your money, uh, meat, your breadwinners. Exactly. Those are the game changers. Like, Malachi Black, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, those are... Uh, Miro, Andrade, those are game changers. Right. So, we, like, there's no fault, but I'm saying, like, Focus on 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 the stars that that stood you know stood by you from the very beginning. You Which know, I think that's what may happen day,
0: with rampage.
1: rampage. I mean, you think about
0: things. it. You have how many messages do you usually get a night on uh, on on Dynamite? Think about it. On on average, on a good night, how right. many
1: do you get? I just I, I just think what on, for... on, Dynamite, on on
0: Dynamite. How many messages do you get for AEW on Wednesday night?
1: You get a good five or six matches.
0: Okay, you got six matches, and it's called and
1: including a tag, you'll get many people. But that's the thing. I hope that they don't have the same matches on Dynamite, on Rampage. But you—that's what I'm saying. So you having
0: because Raw was all Raw. It was back in the early '90s before they made SmackDown. There was so much talent on Raw that you couldn't get any airtime, so they made SmackDown yeah. move people over. Right, and I think I'm not saying to copy exactly what um, WWE did, but you SmackDown take half the talent that you had for Raw, and they moved well for now for Dynamite, and put it onto Rampage, and then take whatever you haven't gotten any, you know, who need push from, put them involved. You split it half and half. Yeah, yeah you have to your talent on both shows, and then you have who else? You need you bring those guys up along with Dark I'm just, and Audition. I,
1: I, I, I'm just curious to see if they're they're gonna um have new championships. Like, Why new not championships? Like I don't, you know, that's the thing because it's like, um, if you want to like split up the roster, right? You could have like let's say you could have uh. What's, Daniel, what's
0: your two biggest belts? Yeah, the AEW one. World Heavyweight. The, A- right? the,
1: the AEW title and then the TNT title.
0: So okay, so what key, what stays on Dynamite? What, in your opinion, if you are the, the head of of AEW? Well, you, Di-
1: Dynamite is the, oh, the Dynamite is the number one show, and the um, World
0: Heavyweight was Raw's equivalency to that, right?
1: So yeah, I don't know. They're they're probably gonna. I think in the long term, they're probably gonna add more championships, but. Um, you know they could they could use a cruiserweight. They could use a a women's tag team. They could use a six man tag team. Yeah,
0: it, it's uh, trios like, now they call it now the
1: trios. Yeah, the trios. Yeah, the trios. Uh, the trios. Here. Yeah, like you could you could do that. Um, you could do a hardcore. You could do a uh, light heavyweight, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, back then, like WWE had a whole bunch. They had the European, the lightweight. um... So they, they
0: I think you just split it because you have both belts going on. So you TNT goes to goes to Rampage, so that's the number one belt now, and then you go on from there. So you split the belts. Now, what else do you have? You have um, obviously well, Impact has their belt, obviously, but um, you create other belts, and now you're having your five belts on Dynamite and your five belts on Rampage. I, I, and it
1: works I just and think work out I, the only criticism that I have for for rampage is that I don't know if Friday that Friday slot is the best one
0: do you think that because of how well smackdown's been going
1: not only that but it's like Friday night a lot of people go out they're not home you know what I'm saying yeah if you um, are the rest I, of I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'll be honest with you I feel like the perfect day Wrestling would probably be on a Monday or on a Thursday. I agree, but but I know why they're not going to do it on a Thursday, and it's the reason. The reason is because of MBA TNT. Yeah. So you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I I I doubt that it's going to hurt. Um, uh, what's it called Smackdowns and numbers, right? But because it'll probably be from me. I, I don't think so. No, because SmackDown. I mean, it, it depends though. Right now, Fox done it, so well. Here's the thing: it depends though, because um, real quick before we you know we just uh, wrap up. SmackDown, all right, Eastern time is from eight to ten, right? Right. So Rampage is probably going to be from nine. I don't know if it's going to be from eight to ten or from nine to eleven. And their first episode, their first episode of Rampage is going to be in Chicago. Meaning CM Punk might appear that first episode. So who knows? That could do, uh, that could be a little like jab to SmackDown. The Fox as well. Exactly. So like that, you know, we just have to wait and see to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot to think of when it in regards to that. But it's like I don't know. Cause there's so much you can go about and so much you could fit you could work with. I think Thursday is perfect. Monday nights <laughs> if they if they put Rampage on Monday nights and they put Dynamite on Wednesday, you have the show by yourself, and then you have your um your new show taking over an old show from Raw. And if they go from eight, they go from nine to eleven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I don't know. That's what I would do. I, I would I would smother your business, your competition. That's it. Cause the one only, thing, only issue I have with AEW is that you why do you do your pay-views on Sundays, you had it made on Saturdays.
1: And I feel like Saturdays is a better day for pay-per-views.
0: Yeah. Because most kids aren't going out Saturday nights anyways. Even when they come back, you can still cast the pay-per-view. You know what
1: and I mean? It's not, it's not only that. It's like Saturday nights. It's like, all right, boom, I can stay up. And, like, I don't have to worry about work the next day.
0: Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting. Um, Any rumors outside of – I mean, what's been going basically is just the whole CM Punk yeah, going. the
1: whole CM Punk drama. So none, 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 has happened.
0: I don't know. I'm excited for for this pay per view coming up. If I'm excited for any period for AEW, it's gonna be this one. Cause
1: yeah, no, I, I'm Where's definitely that? excited. I, I, I'm definitely excited for for All Out. I'm definitely excited for SummerSlam. Um, I, I just
0: I love August.
1: I, I gotta yeah, I gotta see what what they both come up with. What WWE and AEW got in store. This,
0: this is is. This is it. there's are back, and they're finally doing something well. So let's keep this. Yep. keep the trend going. Don't if they ain't broke, don't fix it. Right now, they're doing well yep. for RAW. But you know, SmackDown's doing. I'm a SmackDown guy yep. overall, RAW, anyways. So I'm loving it. Keep this going. I know you were a WCW guy back in the day. I know you're loving what AEW's doing. Malachi kind of Black is getting the the love he deserves, and you're like, "Yup, I'm eating this up." So we'll see how this goes. But for us, that will conclude today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate we appreciate you guys so much. And it's been a pleasure doing this this year. Um, the thing, we started this podcast through corn. Let's talk about wrestling. Said It's on my Xbox every other day about it. Let's put a podcast together. And it's been fun. I mean, we had a rough early beginning learning how to work a podcast. And <laughs> here we are now doing this on a weekly basis. It's been fun.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, listen, this is again. This is just we're, we're coming up on our first year, and you know we we're, we're just testing everything. You know, we, we're we're just you know we're we're fans, just like all of you. You know, and and all we love to do is just talk wrestling. So um, I hope you you know you guys enjoy our content.
0: That's that's all. That's all we care about. And we
1: appreciate. And we appreciate all the listeners.
0: Yes, we appreciate is is we're grateful for everything you guys have done for us, t- tuning in, every viewer ever across the world. Um have you been told you so about how like where we've been getting views at? No. Nope. We've got nope. listens all the US, um, uh, both men and women, which is great. We appreciate the women who come on because some women don't watch much wrestling, like, but now, especially with the revolution that came on now with the women's with the WWE with the D revolution. We have a couple women that uh, listen to the show. We appreciate them big time and we appreciate all the support. We're in the UK, we're in India, we're in Taiwan. We're 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 getting places this is dope. Like, like, we're in Canada. I'm like, okay. Our voices are going across the world, and it's a great thing, to, great thing to, to see. People love you, Soto. The people. Think of Zepp Holder. We the people. You know? How we <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> catch us on Apple, catch us on Spotify, catch us on Google Podcasts. We are on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. Catch us on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. Catch us on Instagram at Sunset underscore flip underscore wrestling. Um rate, review, like, subscribe, follow us, you know, send some love. You know we're 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 here, just trying to enjoy ourselves. Shout out to Anchor, we've been working with them for a year now, and we appreciate the the service that you give us and the help that you you have for us that we are allowed to get from you, and it's been great. It's been fun, and I'm loving this. This is this is this is dope. It's only beginning for us. So, but weekend is now ahead of us um i'll be seeing you later soto we'll be going to the met game um you excited
1: but um by the way guys uh i am a yankees fan, but um i'll be going to the met game
0: <laughs> no you isn't the yankees aren't doing that well right now i mean they got, they got rizzo and gallo and i know you're happy about that but javi bias our 35th Cousin removed. Uh, Honestly, it, <laughs>
1: it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart because he, he and Lindor are my favorite players and they're on, the, they're on the Mets. So it's like.
0: Well, we'll be there. So get the print of marker. Yeah, for Baez, try and get a signed jersey.
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to bring my Puerto Rican flag. You
0: know what I'm saying? Make it work. It'll be great. So that'll do it for us. Uh, see you later, Soto. And until then, we'll catch you guys next week. We'll right